Hey there, and welcome to Yes, a Stripper Podcast. On this podcast, we'll discuss how classifying each other as people and workers is dangerous to society and marginalized groups of people. We'll also talk about the climate in and outside of the strip clubs and all of the amazing things that strippers do. And of course, we'll talk about all of the things in between. I'm your queen, A.M. Davies, and this is Yes, a Stripper Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another sexy episode of Yes, a Stripper Podcast. Today, I am filled with so much joy. I just had a lovely interview with Allison from Successful.com. You know her as Digital Girlfriend on Instagram. Allison and I have been keeping in touch over Instagram Over these last COVID months, we have never met in person, and we only came across each other from just operating within the industry and the community that we operate in. And she's such a lovely person. I've noticed she's very consistently shares impactful um, information, awareness type information, Um, and she, she shares a lot of Soldiers of Pole stuff. She shares a lot of my stuff. And, you know, we've had her dance on stripping for strippers for Soldiers of Pole. So, you know, there's been sort of this like mini love affair uh, between us, her organizations, our organizations, the ones that I work for. And um, it's just been really lovely. It's been really, really great connecting with different strippers across the country and all over the world, to be quite frank. But, um, but yeah, she... She's here in our backyard. She's in Arizona, not very far. And, you know, we just really vibed in this interview. It's our first time actually speaking face-to-face. And um, and it was awesome. I can't wait for you to learn more about this incredible person. Um, and, yeah, there's there's... <laughs> There's so many things that she's up to, and um, if you're listening, uh, I want you to also know that she told the most incredible Swerker story at the end. Now, Swerker stories aren't in these episodes. Swerker stories will be featured on our Patreon page that may or may not be out by the time this podcast is out. Um, and if it's not out by the time this podcast is out, it will come, the Patreon page will be ready really soon. But, um, so what we've been doing is having store, um, having our guests tell these Swerker stories at the end of their episodes. And so you have to like sign up for Patreon to hear these freaking amazing stories. And her Swerker story right now was top notch, pure gold. Can't wait for you to hear that one. To hear that, you're going to have to sign up for the Patreon page. But there's plenty of other content. We spoke for about 45, 50 minutes, um, and you're going to have a blast. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much, as always, for tuning in, and see you on the other side. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Yes, the Stripper podcast. I'm very excited about today's guest. I have with me Allison. Hello, Allison. Hello, nice to meet you. <laughs> I know, I know. I feel like we have been conversing uh, via Instagram through several of yours and mine profiles. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's amazing when I find someone else who can also keep up with all of that too. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, oh my God. Um, so Allison, would you be so kind as to um, let me and the audience know what your pronouns are? Yeah, she, her is perfect for me. Okay, 
Awesome. Thank you so much. Um, yeah. So, so just to give the audience some context, the way that you and I have digitally met is from the work that you do through successful.com and the work that I do through soldiers of pole slash just being like ambitious strippers, like pretty much. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I was looking at all your stuff this morning and you're doing, you do a lot of stuff. Yeah, I do a lot of stuff. Will you tell everyone all this stuff you do? Just like a, like a, a brief rundown because we're going to go through each thing. Cause I'm so curious about each thing, but just like a basic rundown. Yeah, of course. Um, so I first started as a stripper when I was 18 and then I got real tired of that real quick once I found webcam. So then I became a webcam model and a content creator for a very long period of time. Um, and then I got kind of tired of that as well. And I was lucky enough to uh, create Successful, which when I first created it, it was kind of like a tips and tricks kind of a thing. Um, I got a lot of questions as we all do all day long in our inbox. How do I do this? How do you do that? And so I figured I'll do what everyone else does and I'll make a website where I answer all these questions. Um, and then I realized I was another website answering all these questions. And I was like, okay, how do I pivot from that and do something a little bit, you know, more challenging for me. Um, and I realized that there was absolutely no one trying to talk to us about healthcare and health insurance or really any type of insurance. Um, so that really piqued my interest. And I decided to make successful um, a health exchange versus just making it a uh, how-to kind of a website. Um, so that was great. That was a lot of fun. Didn't think that was going to happen. Have no idea how I pulled that off, but I did. <laughs> um, and, uh, that's, that's been a lot of fun. Yeah. That's been great. Yeah. I find that I find it so fascinating. I remember like several months ago when I discovered you and I was like, what is this? And I think I wrote to you and I was like, this is amazing because I remember a time when this spearmint rhino tried to get us all like on Aflac. Yes. That like group health insurance, that's going to be fucking $700 and is going to probably not even cover anything that you actually need. It's going to be like, the craziest amount of bullshit. Um, so yeah, I'm not, a, I'm not a fan of those like group plans. I, yeah. Huge no, huge no, huge no for me. Yeah. And so just for like our civilian audience, um, <laughs> like, oh, we don't get health insurance. We don't have benefits as strippers. Womp, womp. Mm. Nope. Yeah. And so I'm just so, fascinated that you saw a void for that in the industry and it does it's so funny you said like I don't I don't don't know how I pulled that off I'm like how did you do that <laughs> you tell us obviously your tricks but like what yeah I I just met the right person um right. and you know like I kind of just slipped in there that like, Hey, you guys are, you know, really looking at 1099s. Like, just so you know, here's a whole group of people that no one talks to and we're all considered yeah. that. And yeah. everyone kind of like stopped and looked at me and was like, wait a second, what? 
And yeah. it's like, no one has thought to talk to us about this kind of stuff. Uh, and I don't know if it's like, you know, the horophobia or, or what it is, but like, I noticed, you know, even in all the strip clubs that I would go to the, the backroom, the manager's notes, like it was never like, if you're having a hard day, here's a mental health uh, hotline for you to call. It was like, get your fucking heels off the couch don't right. give out your number. It was like just all yelling at you. Like there yeah. was never like a, a piece of paper that said like, hey, if you're having a hard day or hey, if you need health insurance or anything helpful. And so I think that's what really fueled it was I just kept noticing like in all these back rooms, like all these notes were the same and they were all so negative and like angry. Yeah. And that bothered me that no one was like trying to offer help. So I feel like that seed was like planted a long time ago. And then when I figured out how I could help, it just kind of was like, oh, there you go. Yeah. That's, and so how is that going? Do you, is it something that's been, you know, you found a, a demand for it in the industry? It's been very fun for me. Um, there's a lot of things that, you know, I, I didn't think would uh, be interesting to people that are. So I'm kind of learning as I go and as everyone goes with this, because, you know, you grow up and you don't really know that this is important. You're kind of like just on your parents' insurance until a certain age. And then all of a sudden you're dropped. And it's just like, to me, that's the fun part of it. And that's, that's what I have the most fun doing. So me yeah. being able to like teach others and like see more people getting interested in it has been a lot of fun for me because like, you couldn't have told 19 year old me to go get health insurance. I would have laughed at you. I've been like, what are you talking about? Like, Why do you even do that? Though? Yeah. <laughs> who, even, who even wants to talk to my stripper ass about it? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, the next question I'm going to ask you, I want to ask if it's okay if I ask you on air. So this part is off the record, but um, do you, are you okay with talking about your recent um, accident that happened to you? Yes, okay. absolutely. And yeah, that taught me a lot about my own health insurance. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> let me preamble into it then. Um, okay. Yeah. So recently you, you had a bit of an accident where you, you now need to deal with healthcare things more than the average bear, much like myself. Um, can you tell the audience like what happened and like what it taught you about insurance and taking care of yourself as like a stripper independent contractor? Yeah. So when I was um, volunteering at a dog rescue, I happened to just do something stupid. I wasn't thinking. Um, I was trying to split up a dog fight and the dog actually turned around and redirected uh, right at my face and completely tore my lip uh, off my face, so um, like lying in the dirt and everything. It didn't feel like that to me. Adrenaline is a hell of a drug. I'm telling yeah. you because it, <laughs> it felt like maybe he bit me and like, maybe I had a little puncture. It did not feel like, you know, I'd be at the stage that I'm at, like regrowing a part of my face. Um, so it has definitely been like a wild ride. I was really, really lucky and happened to get a different type of insurance four days before this happened. Mm. And um, it really taught me the difference between, you know, making sure that you read every bit 
of what your insurance covers because it was a rushed plan that I chose. And um, they had actually changed their terms to not include uh, out of network surgeries. So like my very first initial surgery was considered in network. They, they didn't realize that, you know, of course we could have gone ahead and like done everything all in one shot, but with COVID and this and that, and like just wanting to make sure that my face stayed in the right place, we decided to make this like a two year process. Well, my health insurance didn't realize that it's going to be one surgery over a two year process. So they were trying to charge me for every single yeah. surgery. Yeah. yeah. So that was, um, that was a huge eye opener for me. You really have to make sure you know what you're getting. 100%. Yeah. That's such a good point because in the past when I would buy health care, health insurance packages, I'm like, whatever makes sense for my wallet. I'm buying. Exactly. And well, and you're also used to just being like, you know, if you ever had like a corporate job, you're used to being like, okay, bronze, gold, silver. Yay. Yeah. There's none of that when you're at 1099. It's like, what kind of fucking coverage do you need? Like, yeah. we're not going to make this pretty for you. There is no bronze, gold, silver. Right. Right. So, and you, you utilize your own insurance service that you created for yes. during this process. Yes, yes, yes. It was, um, it, it was a complete error on my end. I really should have read that, that clause. And um, so, yeah, that just goes to show you that even someone that knows a hell of a lot about health insurance can make a mistake on their own health insurance and, you know, it put me in an interesting position to now where I'm actually probably going to have to maybe like look at lawsuits and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like we got, we got to start looking at stuff like that because of this. Um, so there's a whole like snowball effect that you don't realize when it really is just like, just get fucking health insurance. So then you don't have to deal with the snowball. (laughs) It's so complicated though. And like not only picking health insurance, but like then, then once you're in the healthcare system, uh, it's, I've been dealing with it for two years now heavily and it's just heavily <laughs> so complicated. Yeah. Um, they make it that way for a reason so that you get frustrated and you don't, you don't dig and they're banking on that. Damn. Yeah. You know, they're really banking on the fact that you're just going to give up and you're not going to get like, in my case, I would have to get the head surgeon to probably agree to help me do this. Like they're going to bank on the fact that you're not going to do that kind of stuff. So, you know, that's, that's why I definitely wanted to make this service and make successful, uh, something where you could like literally sit there and talk to the agent about all these kinds of questions, because I feel like you need to have that. Yeah. Like you need, you need, you need to have that. If I missed it, like what the, what is anyone else going to miss? Right. Right. Yeah. Wow. Um, so like, How's your beautiful face doing? <laughs> I'm actually kind of lucky that it's, I hate to say this because it sounds so terrible to say, but I'm lucky for what's going on right now. And when this happened, because everyone's already wearing a mask anyways. So like, it's really easy for me to cope with this in public. And I yeah. fucking, I feel so terrible to say that, but like, it's really ironic, the timing of this. Like you can't deny. I mean, I feel the same way. I'm like, what a perfect time to cut my leg off. Like no one's going anywhere. I'm not missing any parties or holidays. Like You have 
no FOMO. Everything is like right here. So yeah. you're really not missing shit. Yeah, it's it's great. Right. But like nobody understands like how shitty, you know, like the COVID rapid tests are that you had to, I'm sure, get for some of your surgeries. Did you have to do those? The ones where they no. touch your brain? Yes. Yes. But- I got very upset because that's yeah. the they were giving back then because I got mine done on May 28th. So like they hadn't had a ton of testing yep. yet. And, um, and then in the hospital, they want to be like devil sure. And so scrape yep. your brain test is like the most accurate according to them. Um, if anyone here has not taken the scrape your brain test, and it comes up that you have to take the scrape your brain test. Cry, run, figure out get a second brain. opinion. <laughs> get blood test, get a mouth swab test. The fucking scrape your brain test is like it literally feels like getting a lobotomy. It's awful. If I knew what a lobotomy felt like, it's no, that's close. no, that's close. That's like that's it because they don't just do it for a second. They hold it there for oh 10 my seconds. god, and it like crackles up in your brain and. <laughs> So when she did the one side, I was like, I was like, mm, that was very offensive and I'm very upset with you and don't ever do that to me again. And she's like, okay, well, we have to do the other side though. And I was like, <gasps> no, I started crying oh. like this. I was like, no, please, please, please don't do the other side. <laughs> oh my God. They made you do both sides. I'm so yes. sorry. I'm over here complaining about having to go through one side. Oh, <laughs> I literally was begging her. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bribe you at this point. What do you want? <laughs> I was so upset. Yeah. Um, anyways, yeah. Don't do the scrape your brain test. Um, Don't do it. But yeah, it's been interesting. You know, no one really, no one really notices. No one really says anything. If they do, they just kind of smile. So like, it's, it's easy to go through. I mean, you, I'm sure, you know, it's easy to go through stuff like this now because I feel like more people are sensitive to it. Like if I were to go through this in like 1999, it would probably suck. Yeah. So at least people are a lot nicer now. Yeah, I think, yeah, I don't know. I'm finding, um, I'm finding shades of more compassion slash less patience. Like it's such an interesting time and, and, and with each other in our industry where it's like, we're coming together, but at the same time, and it's just in general, not even just in the industry, at the same time, we're like lashing out at each other because oh, yeah. we're just so uh, like not content. Yeah, it's it's not conducive to anyone's energy to just sit here and fight with each other about like who's in the top ranking of what or yeah. who charges what for their what or yeah. Yeah, no. I mean, but we've always dealt with this. I mean, this is the same stuff that you would deal with at the club. You know, girls would be angry at so-and-so for yeah doing that. Like, it, it's the same principle. It just, it just moves to a different platform or a different area. And yeah, I think it's been more too, because everyone has joined every bit of online, anything from yeah. pandemic. So yeah. So now everyone's, everyone's freaking out because they're like, well, I need to do this. Yeah, like OnlyFans, like everyone has an OnlyFans. Everyone has an OnlyFans. And I'm like one of the few that I'm like, no, fuck that shit. <laughs> Good for you. Um, yeah. Join is join is my girl much better. <laughs> Actually, I was just about to segue into your peep show that I applied for this morning. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, that looks new. Uh, Daily Nudes? No. The peep show thing. The 
peep show thing. Wasn't isn't it? Oh, 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 oh. Um, are you talking about the peep show paradise? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I actually just um someone tagged me in something about them and I was like, oh, oh I peep, love this is great. Yours. No, I wish. Oh, I wish gotcha. I was that. Okay, well, I applied for it today, thinking it was yours. Ooh, girl, um, so don't watch. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm, but, but I did find Peep Show through your thing that you made, like, because I was Ooh. just, I was hella lurking on your shit today, and <sighs> I found Daily Nudes, and through Daily Nudes, then I found the Peep Show thing, so mm-hmm. um, I will find out who owns the Peep Show thing and have them on so we can talk about that. Um, but you should because it's yeah. so cute. Yeah, it like they actually, the awesome. page is so aesthetic. I really like how they did the page too. Yeah, so. yeah, I'm excited for that and for them. Um, but for your the daily nudes, I was on there looking at that today. So can you tell us all about daily nudes? Um, so oddly enough, I actually uh, <laughs> you're gonna be the you're gonna be the first one to hear about this. Um. That was something that I saw as a way for models who, especially like who were newer and who were screaming into the void of how do I get followers on my OnlyFans? You know, I created that um, for that and to kind of help them, you know, through that process. Uh, But I actually happened to get a much more helpful opportunity because of Daily Nudes. So I will be shutting that down as of December 1st. Got it. And I will be stepping into a much more helpful role for the model community than Daily Nudes. Um, Okay. So it's like a bittersweet thing to see it go because I'm like, oh, my baby, goodbye. Yeah, that happens. Um, So literally one of my um, questions that I have on my list is how and why are you so amazing? Uh (laughs) (laughs) You made me snort. (laughs) It's literally a a list. It's listed. Oh, you're great. I love you. Well, because we have, I mean, you are so supportive and you're always sharing stuff and, and, and not just my stuff or soldiers of pole, but like so many other people's stuff. Like I learn a lot from your stories and your profile. Like you just, it's like, you care so much about everything and everyone in the community. Yeah. I'm a fucking Aquarius through and through, man. It sucks. <laughs> it totally sucks. I have that personality of like, yeah, I'm just going to create all of these share for share groups where everyone can just help each other. Like I'm just that fucking person. I really just want to help. But you know, like when I first started in this industry, it was probably a completely different tune. I had no idea what I was doing. I probably stepped on a lot of toes. I probably pissed a lot of people off not knowing what I was doing. So it's a lot of trial and error, you know, to to get to a point where you're just like, okay, let's just be selfless and see how that goes. And I think that's that's where I'm at now. I'm just like, I just want everyone to eat. Like if I eat, I want you to eat. I want you to eat. Same. I want you over there to eat. You know, I wonder if that has to do with being in the industry for so many years and just, and witnessing like how hard it is for us with everything else. Why be nasty to each other? You know, yeah. 
Yeah, I'm over it. I'm yeah. I'm damn I'm damn near 30 years old. Like I'm I'm so good on the typical bitchy to the new girl, not gonna help her because if she doesn't have any game, she's gonna go around and fuck the place up. So you might as well just teach her a little bit of game. So yeah. that way everyone yeah. goes smoothly. <laughs> so how, when did you start stripping that? You say you're 30 now? Yeah, I started uh, pretty much like the day after I turned 18. God, I was I was ready. So I've I've been doing this for like 12 years. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. It's weird to say that though. Doesn't it feel weird when you really look back on like how long you've been in the I didn't think I was gonna be here this long. I did it for 18 years. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, and I don't think I you know, I went in and out of seeing an end, you know. Mm-hmm. Um but I think that once like 10 years went by, I was like, I don't care. Like, I, I'm not trying, there's no exit strategy. I don't care. Like, this is what I love to do, you know? Yeah. Yeah. When it, be- when it starts to become something that you love, that's different. Yeah. I, I definitely at one point between switching from like webcam to successful, there was one point where I was like, oh man, I miss the club so much though. Like, maybe I could just go work there one day a week and it would just, you know, like I could just, I'll just donate the money. It's fine. Like I don't even (laughs) just go back to the club for one day. It's just an environment, you know, and you miss the environment and the camaraderie and the adult babysitting. Yeah. Were you dancing in the club leading up to COVID? No, I actually stopped um, two years ago. Okay. Yeah, I stopped right when I started doing successful. Right when I right when I dove into that, I like dove head first into that. Amazing. Okay. Do you now you're in Arizona, right? Yes. Okay. So do you have intel on what it was like before and after COVID with the dancers and what they were experiencing? Yeah, I still, of course, have a lot of friends um, who work at the clubs, and it's it's been really interesting. Um, you know, some clubs are moving to stage only. Some clubs are doing dances only. There's really no uniformity between you know one club to another. Um, so it's it's kind of been interesting to see that we've had a lot of like bars and nightclubs actually shut down for not adhering to uh, law and stuff like that. So they're not being easy out here on people about this. Like with the mandates, you mean? Yeah, they're not being nice at all. Like if you even fuck up slightly, you're, you're looking at a huge fine. Like they're taking this very seriously. That's great. Isn't it like majority Republican? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> makes no sense it but that's that's if you were watching the news at all like we were like the epicenter for months Arizona was like the worst place and that's when I was going through all my surgery so I was like fuck me like please don't let me get some crazy illness from you know getting my face ripped off but yeah yeah we we pretty much were a really huge issue for a while and it's because everyone over here is just so weird about a mask, you know? And I, I, I totally, listen, I get the whole, like, don't take away my rights, but like I've traveled outside of this country so fucking much 
that like, you know, it's common in Tokyo to see someone wearing a mask. Like no one like looks at them and says anything or like feels like their rights are being stripped away because they're wearing a mask. Like it's a normal thing in other countries. And then you come here and you're like, what? It's just <laughs> safety. And like, so like I've heard the arguments to, um, you know, we're breathing in our own breath and I, I get it. I get it. How do you think I feel? I'm dealing with like this weird skin shit. Like I got to breathe that in. It's not exactly fucking pleasant. Like I'm over here not having, I'm regrowing a lip. I gotta, I gotta <laughs> deal with that. <laughs> That's weird. I don't get it. Apparently we turned blue this year though. If you saw yeah, the elections, like we were oh, over that shit. Of course I saw it. I'm obsessed. I was like mapping the electoral votes and <laughs> just because I, like I do I love to like organize and I had this whole plan on election night I was like I'm going to calculate and um estimate Joe Biden's number of like and I was like making a list in my notes on my phone just because I can't sit still I have to create and make spreadsheets all the time I love you. <laughs> I, you. I have like all these, I'm a fan of like writing down notes. Like I have a note, I have millions of these oh notepads for no these, fucking I reason. I did all of this last night and then I did this, <laughs> I did all of this last night and then all of these, I was just in a <laughs> My boyfriend makes fun of me. He's like, why, why do you even have a fucking computer if you're just going to write all this down? I'm like, I know it's archaic, but it keeps me organized. Well, I was also like just writing. I'm like, and. I'm bored. Why am I doing this? Oh, this is why I'm doing this. Like, I'm just listening and writing, you know? I completely understand. They say that it helps you retain information when you're doodling and listening. They do. They. You know, whoever they, they are. Who, whoever they is. <laughs> they are, but that's what they say. <laughs> just Google it, okay? Yeah, just Google, just Google it. it. Yeah. Um, I knew I was going to have so much fun talking to you. I just, I'm so grateful for our online relationship and, um, and, and thank you so much for always sharing all of the things and, um, you know, and that's a big reason why I've wanted to have you on the show for a while now. So, um, I'm glad that it finally worked out and we're here. So thank you for all you do, by the way, I hope that uh, people thank you and support you and, um, you're so sweet. Well, I feel like I got close to you because of like surgery. I was like, you're my surgery sister. I'm always checking on you. And I'm like, I hope to God that she doesn't think I'm annoying, but I'm like, oh gosh, not how did your all. doctor appointment go? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, not at all. And I, I didn't know enough about your, um, what had happened to you. And you, I remember in your message, you're like, oh, my lip. And I was like, huh. And that's when I really, I looked it up more and I saw that, um, your message to people how you have more views on your stories than you do on your time because people are checking in on you on your stories, but not reaching out or commenting. 100. Yeah. Um, I had a lot of really, uh, interesting experiences of, of people from like elementary school hitting me up, but like not people that were, actually people that like I DM all the time or shoot right. with or you know what I mean so with, right. and that was a very interesting experience I'm sure you went through it too when when something like that happens you really learn who is in your corner yeah definitely um I also noticed something that really 
fucking pisses me off are people who don't know me at all and they hit me up and say, hey, what happened to your leg? Hey. Oh Literally, they start with, hey, what happened to your leg? Um, and then somebody asked me, hey, will you tell me about your leg? And I said, hey, will you send me money first? Yeah, fuck yeah. I hope you did. I hope you did. <laughs> did you find like strangers or like, hey, what's wrong with your face? Like, Yeah, a lot of the times when I go live. Yeah. They just don't think about it at all. And, you know, a lot of the times like – I feel like people hide behind a screen name so they don't really feel like they have to be nice. Yeah. So like, fuck it, who cares? I'm just going to say this. Yeah. But like, bet, bet that it's never anyone's actual real account that they ever say anything from. You know what I mean? It's always yeah. some troll account that someone's got to say some shit from. <laughs> so that I can't go on their profile and be like, all right, wannabe Ricky Martin, listen up. <laughs> right. like I can, so I can't like come back with something at least to like make me smile and then block them or some shit. Yeah. Well, it's an, another, oh, another thing I say sometimes. So like, oh, what happened to your leg? I'm like, oh, I just fell off. I just got tired. <laughs> fell off. You know? And people are like, got it. And like, oh. they really get the idea. Like, mm, she doesn't want to talk about it. <laughs> No, I feel like I'm just going to start giving them wrong answers only. Like, oh, that's, that's going to be my approach. Yeah, you tell them the most. So my friend gave me this advice. So just say the, like, craziest shit. Like, just tell them the most crazy story. And so I got into the elevator with this guy once who I didn't know. This was pre-COVID when getting in elevators with people was okay. And... <laughs> disclaimer and um he was like oh what happened you know what happened to you and I was like oh I you know I was skydiving and the parachute didn't open (laughs) (laughs) you really made him question his life choices (laughs) he believed me oh god these people I swear I'm I'm waiting for my day where I get to like I haven't had that yet, but it's it's fun. It's fun. But you know, I just, and just a note to like anyone who's listening, like when you see somebody who's injured and has experienced trauma, don't ask them to relive their trauma for your own satisfaction of your curiosity. It's so selfish. You really don't have to know. It's the same as like that guy that's all the way at the end of the parking lot. Who's like, I love your tattoos. (laughs) I bet you can fucking see him from over there, buddy. I bet you can. They are like, very just, powerful and beautiful. Like, just just shut up either way. You know what exactly. I mean? Like, just look at the person, admire. Admire is the key word. Admire, underline, and then yeah. move on with your day. That's yeah. all you got to do. Absolutely. Oh, man. People are incredible. <laughs> They're my favorite. Um, uh, you're going to love my stripper story. I have a very... Uh, Oh, I can't wait. Incredible person story for you. Want to be fabulous just like these strippers? Pay attention. It's stripper tips. Um, my stripper tip is one that I wish I would have taken myself when I was a stripper. So listen up because you'll probably earn more money than I did. <laughs> <laughs> my stripper tip is that you will make $0 for every customer that you do not talk to or try. You have no idea who is truly interested in you in the club and you have to, have to, have to try everybody. And it sucks and it's annoying and it's intimidating, 
but you have no clue who's going to like you because not everyone is going to get up and go tip you on the stage. Right. Some of them are going to wait for you to come talk to them, for them to give you a 20 right. for, and yeah. say, I loved your stage, but they just didn't want to get up. So yeah, talk to everybody. Mm, I didn't do that. Advice. I didn't I either. Didn't. I didn't either, and I wish I did. Get ready for our rapid fire question round. It's time for four for one. Have you ever woke yourself up masturbating? No. Mm. I wish. That would be hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) I I one time woke up swimming. Oh, that's crazy. I know. Um, What's the message you send to start up a sexting session? Oh man, I'm terrible at sexting. That's like my one weak point. And it would be something so lame, like, what are you wearing, baby? And I hate (laughs) myself for that. So I would just like to say, I want you to park that Big Mac truck right in this little garage is probably what I'm going to start with. (laughs) Oh my God. What would we do without WAP? No game. I don't have no game. Do you play any instruments? I do. I play the cello. Oh, amazing. Yeah, I've played since middle school. Oh, I love that. You must be so good at it. Last question. Is there a fictional character on TV or film or books that you totally identify with? Ooh. Um... Probably Fiona from Shameless. I get compared to her a lot because I am definitely the one who takes care of everybody and everything falls on my shoulders, but like I I put it there in the fucking first place. So Right, right. Yeah. Fiona yeah. from Shameless would definitely be probably my spirit animal. Mm, you're just like more together than she is though. But granted she does have a lot of things that she's dealing with. But yeah. But I, I feel like I feel like you know maybe I just make it look like I don't, but yeah, I'm all over the place all the time. My damn sticky notes, all right. This is what keeps me together. Yeah, she doesn't have sticky notes, so bitch didn't um, have sticky notes. Yeah. So, Allison, will you please tell everyone what to follow, how to follow you, and um, yeah, all the good stuff. Of course. Uh, My work Instagram is successful. That is S-U-C-C-E-X underscore X underscore X-F-U-L because Instagram does not let you put three X's together for no reason. Um, Yeah, that was a fun one. Uh, It's just successful on Twitter, spelt the same way. No underscore is a lot less confusing. And then my um, personal is Digital Girlfriend, spelt exactly as it sounds. I love it. And it's such a great handle too. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. Well, thank you so much for joining us on the show today. Um, I just, what a blast. You're incredible. So thank you for all that you do for the community. Um, And thanks for talking with me. Thank you. Thank you for being as amazing as you are. (gasps) Little me. Thank you. And thank you to our listeners for tuning in every week. And I've been loving your feedback. So if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, always write because I do listen and pay attention. 
Until next week, bye. We're now accepting four for one submissions from our listeners. You can send them in via Instagram at Yes a Stripper Podcast or on Twitter at Yes a Stripper Pod. Make sure to follow all the things and email any questions or concerns to Yes a Stripper Podcast at gmail.com. Tune in every Wednesday. See you soon.